Hello and welcome to the Wellness Trinity Podcast, where we interview top holistic experts and bring you natural solutions for modern day wellness. Let's get started with your host, Dr. Jacqueline. Hi, welcome. Thank you for joining the Wellness Trinity Podcast. I'm Dr. Jacqueline from thewellnesstrinity.com, where we provide natural solutions for modern day wellness. Today, we're going to discuss on our women's health series, the Trojan Horse Effect, a new paradigm on what causes allergies with Veronica Leslie, naturopath, aka the health doll. And you can find her at the root cause, sorry, rootcauseclinic.co. So just a little disclaimer before we get started, this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. What you do with the information is to be used at your discretion as the recommendations are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode was brought to you by Cellcore Biosciences. Creating solutions that work is what they do and restoring hope and health is who they are. Are you having a hard time conceiving? Are you concerned about raising healthy children? Would you like to age gracefully? These are all concerns that many women have. And in order to have healthy pregnancies and children and age gracefully with youthful skin, vibrant wellness, and incredible joints, we need to thoroughly cleanse the body in this day and age. Because there are more than 85,000 chemicals that are just plaguing the earth. And these chemicals cause a whole slew of problems. And a lot of it is related to the backup in the liver that causes diminished hormone production. Cellcore Biosciences protocol systematically removes layers of infections and toxins, thus fully cleansing the body. It gets you back to homeostasis where your body is happiest and healthiest when done correctly. I am happy to be on this protocol and I'm actually waiting to get pregnant because I want myself and my husband to be thoroughly cleansed before I even think of having a baby. And I don't fear growing old and falling apart because I know that if my body is at homeostasis, it's going to be just fine. I was told I look 10 years younger in my new headshot, so this stuff works. To learn more about the cell core protocol, go to thewellnesstrinity.com slash cell core detox. So I met Veronica Leslie because she actually carries cell core as well. And she's in my region and we've been talking back and forth. And I realized this lady is a wealth of knowledge. And I just couldn't, honestly, I really just couldn't pick, wait to pick her brain because she just kept telling me more and more things that I had no idea about. So I'm excited to have her on the show. We're going to talk about allergies. Um, a lot of people think it's just food and yeah, that's a big part of it, but there's so many other things that are related to why people have allergies. So just a little bit about her before we get started. Veronica Leslie is an agriculture scientist turned naturopath as well as co-founder and CEO of Root Cause Clinic. She is an alumni of California Polytechnic Pomona, Don B. Huntley College of Agriculture, with advanced training and education in sustainable seafood and agriculture harvesting systems, which she completed under the direction of Santa Monica Seafood Company and with prestigious leaders in global conversion at the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Her most notable areas of interest and specialty include the potential for pathogen management and foodborne illness and habitation in agricultural systems utilizing light wave and other photonic mediated technologies. However, after suffering a series of health crises and finding no direction in the conventional medical sphere, Veronica embarked upon a quest for answers by utilizing her training as a scientist and love for all things photonic to isolate and elucidate the root, the unique root cause factors that were in fact behind her own ailments. This ultimately later led her to complete a full recovery from such conditions as androgenic alloplegia, acne, type 1 and type 2 diabetes, Lyme disease, SIRS, and more. Seeing the undeniable transformative power of the photon alongside naturopathic healing modalities, Veronica subsequently went on to pursue formal study at the College of Naturopathic Medicine of the United Kingdom, where she completed diplomas in biomedicine, nutrition, and a master level nutrition diploma in addition to advanced accreditation in herbal medicine and other frequency medicine disciplines, such as homeopathy, cell salts, and Bach flower remedies. Her current areas of specialty include, but are not limited to, Lyme disease, self-pathogens, 
SIRS and immunomodulation using bioenergetic, herbal, homeopathic, and homeoprophylaxis healing modalities. Veronica Leslie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Dr. Jackie. So, well, like I said, I'm totally excited to have you here. You always just blow my mind away. And, and you know, so far we've only communicated through social media and through email and you still just, every single time I talk to you, I'm like, there is so much going on that you have researched that I, I know that the audience would be so excited to hear. So is there anything else uh, with your bio and your past history that you want to share with the audience? Um, so yeah, originally I did start out in the agriculture sphere. That is because my original roots are farming roots. Um, in my town was a chicken coop town. Um, and back then it was kind of at the dawn of the age of GMOs and big ag really dousing everybody with pesticides. Um, and so my particular small town actually, uh, was, um, accosted with 10 times the legal amount of pesticides that were allowed to be sprayed by law. This resulted in a ton of different health elements for my community. Long story short, um, I had a uh, teammate who played on a softball team with me and uh, she hit um, what was essentially supposed to be a home run, touched home plate, collapsed and died. She died and was actually ruled as cause of death from Lomondi University, a prestigious trauma center here in our area. Um, and it was ruled as a fatal cardiac arrhythmia due to neurotoxic pesticides. So that was kind of my first wake up call as to, you know, some of the things and ways that, you know, I had been raised to think about or do things weren't exactly what was being done out there. And I knew that in order to be able to go and compete against that industry, I had to level with them on the same type of education playing field. So I had to go learn all those rules to learn how to break them. That's what I did. And um, I'd always been very interested in photonics since I was little. I did science projects on it when I was young um, about my hamsters. <laughs> and um, from there, I just kind of really saw that as the next step in being able to kind of help direct agriculture um, without having to compromise on hygienic standards, uh, sanitation, or safety in the food system. That led me to do what you've described there. And um, after dealing with my own kind of health elements and consistently seeing that that wasn't validated in the kind of consistent to, you know, standard of care testing that we see with all the conventional mediums, even some functional testing, um, I was led in the direction of doing bioenergetic testing. And that to me pretty much uh, blew everything away. I saw from that everything I needed and internalized that I needed to do to heal. And I did it. Um, as I went out there in more of the chronic illness community, I started seeing that what my story had, you know, ended at or my ending wasn't really what was happening out there for most people. So I kind of started sharing and, um, you know, being able to kind of recreate this with others. And I ended up doing what I do now. And then we ended up founding this clinic um, out of sheer necessity because mm -hmm. I got to the point that I just, you know, I could, I can only help so many people um, on a one-to-one -one basis. And it became important for me to be able to spread this as a movement and it's grown it's grown to what it has um, kind of come today. Yeah, I know you're helping a lot of people out there and it's it's exciting to have these answers. And I, I feel like everything you've told me so far is is really on the cutting edge of of science, really, and the healthcare industry. So can you explain what is photonics? I'm sure a lot of people have that question now that we've brought it up a few times. So photonics, there's many different spectrums of photonics. We have many different types of wavelengths. Um, essentially what we're working with, um, we are taking samples um, from our labs or we get samples from those who we send out a specimen collection kit. And what we're doing is we're inputting a specific electromagnetic wavelength. Um, we're quantifying it using Hertz measurement um, to test frequency. And then we get back our own particular unique um, wavelength from the sample. Depending what that actually quantifies at, it will mean different things. Sometimes it will mean that we verify there's you know sufficient proficiency within a sample with whatever we're measuring, whether it's liver function, let's say, or we're looking at you know whether you have a parasite or not. Um, every particular thing on this earth has an oscillating frequency. If you think about what matter is, we all learned when we were in grade school that matter vibrates, right? We can't see it, but all those atoms are there and they're oscillating. Um, that has a lot to do with our mitochondrial health, um, which is a subatomic level of health, precellular. That's what we're measuring. Um, so you know we're doing things at a caliber that I believe is the future, frequency is the future, because as we focused on the biochemistry of health over the past couple hundred years, we negate to really understand what animates that. That is the atomic. The atomic animates the anatomy, and that's where the future is going. That's where we're going. 
Mm -hmm. So you use a really fancy biofrequency machine from what you've told me. Um, do you want to explain a little bit about what that is and how you use it to help with your clients and figuring out what's going on with them? Absolutely. So um, again, going back to the atomic level of health, we're able to kind of pull out what we see as problematic for this individual that may not appear yet on that conventional testing. Why? Because it maybe has not been animated to the point that it's going to be able to be seen in a blood test, for example. There's many different reasons why we can go into why things don't appear on certain conventional testing down to the individual factors, such as, you know, maybe somebody isn't even detoxing very well. So how are we going to expect to find, you know, PCR fragments in their urine if that's in fact why they're sick, they can't discharge this. So we don't have any of those caveats whenever we're doing bioenergetic testing. If there is any such bit of oscillation of that in the body, we can find it. Um, and we're able to take that, create an inverse frequency for that, meaning, you know, if we think about um, DNA helix or you think about, you know, one end of the puzzle and then you have the other, you create a harmony by being able to put together that which is the matching alternative to that, you know, disease pattern or that type of imbalance and what we find in the energetic current. And putting that into whatever medium we choose, uh, we can do that into, for the most part, we do it into our tinctures, which are going to be an 8% um, organic grape alcohol structured water base. So it does hold the frequency charge. You take that the same way you would homeo homeopathics. We are also going to be launching some laser photonics. So directly from uh, linear lasers, you'll be able to load the frequencies into these actual lasers and to use this on you um, topically or you know subdermally. Wow. Our skin actually has the ability to serve as an antenna, believe it or not. So um, as do all of your cells. So we can actually apply that the same way we would with homeopathics. Let's say that you are, you know, dealing with children. <laughs> they probably don't want me to want to cooperate with you, especially first thing in the morning. Um, so that's a great way that's able to overcome that and still be quite effective. Um, animals as well. And in fact, when you have any type of actual, you know, issues where we have congregation of swelling, especially a lot of joint issues, issues, this has proved to be really fast acting and being able to apply those frequencies back that are corrective and help to change the blueprint, which is what we're all about, that blueprint that animates the rest of the physiology. Um, that way we're not just spending the rest of our time patching and continuing to patch on a problem. Mm. We want to fix the soil so that disease doesn't grow from that soil anymore. Okay. So with the biofrequency machine, you're able to see things happening in the person's body before they're able to see it in a blood test and before even a lot of the functional medicine tests that we spend lots of money on sometimes too. Absolutely. Um, I can give you days worth of case studies where I could kind of show you what it's done. Um, just for example, you know, off the top of my head, I can tell you I was seeing somebody that came to me for what they thought was some sort of really horrific eczema um, all over their body. It was a rash. They couldn't get any help with this with their conventional practitioner. Functional practitioner wasn't even able to help them. Mm -hmm. They came to us, and let me tell you some things that we found. Uh, the pancreas, the frequency emitted from the pancreas, proved very problematic. We also saw that this person he had high levels of glucagon. There was also cellular abnormalities. Um, and then, of course, that there were other factors corroborating to the skin. But essentially, what we were able to do is take somebody who came to us for their skin, see things that hadn't yet really manifested that would be detected as altering your red blood cell or white blood cell counts, mm -hmm. things that they would typically look for. Well, guess what? This person had pancreatic cancer. Oh. Okay. So as we know, that's not necessarily the type of cancer that boasts the greatest odds. Um, but getting on top of something like that is going to be the difference between life or death. This is somebody who came to us hoping to fix a skin condition, which if you are familiar with, um, if you have excessive amounts of glucagon, this will create a lot of um, issues with the dermal um, manifestations, such as the sclerosing type of effect. And that's exactly what this person was manifesting with, but nobody picked up on this. So in fact, that was basically a life-saving case. This person is... Um, entering treatment now and perhaps they will you know share their story and respecting the privacy of the family on that one but that is just one incidence we see other incidents where we have people coming to us for you know reasons that they believe are you know having to do let's say with interstitial cystitis maybe we find out that there's actually you know pesticide poisoning and then we're able to see that perhaps that's actually displaced their iodine and their thyroid and do the halide theory that will happen um, because of molecular weights and how that you know um Unfortunately, iodine is always the heaviest, so it gets displaced by these other ones that are oftentimes in pesticides. Well, then we end up with cellular abnormalities because instead of iodine, we get poison, and this affects the whole gland, parathyroid mm -hmm. and included. And then we're able to see from that point that this individual grew nodules. They grew nodules to protect because they could not actually um, eject this from the thyroid, so the body's um, 
basically consensus at that point is let me wall this off. And so it walls it off. Fast proliferating tissue ends up causing problems in the body. As we know, we actually end up with somebody having um, significant issues um, of the parathyroid. And this is driving calcium levels up that nobody thought to check. No wonder why they have anxiety. No wonder why that they have essentially mm. kidney stones, calcification of the kidneys, the renal tract. That's like barnacles attracting a bunch of... Um, muscles and um, you know uh, clams along the way and then we're wondering why this person can't discharge a bacterial infection we've got a nest for it but it's not the kidney's fault so that's the kind of things that we can do with our testing yeah yeah no i i know they can get very very specific when you're using these biofrequency machines so i just wanted to touch on you know i know we're going to talk about allergies and i really want to break that down but you had mentioned that you had that that client that had cancer when someone has cancer, what is your first reaction and how do you even start to unpack that? And all the, a lot of people get scared because of the medical mainstream, they, they just, they almost give you a death sentence when they say you have cancer. So a good clarification on that, actually. Um, so what we will do is we will always send them for standard of care testing, um, you know, to be able to go in, whether it's through advanced imaging, blood markers. But then again, like I mentioned, certain blood markers yet won't come to that point. Um, Unfortunately, by the time they're coming to that point, as we know, with, you know, cancer, you've got a big problem on your hands. So being able to see that already budding at the subatomic level, at the atomic level, at the very beginning of cellular kind of health changes, we're able to get them in there where that they can go and get that particular type of confirmed testing um, and to be able to start doing things about that. At that point, that would be their choice, whether they chose to go the allopathic route, if they want to work with us complementary, um, you know, as a complementary approach, um, we don't necessarily... Uh, provide, um, you know, direct, I would say, oncological services, but we are there to serve as a complementary type of approach to whatever type of healthcare approach that the main practitioner is serving for that particular client or patient. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's, um, so let's tie this into allergies now. So you use this biofrequency machine, you see people's, uh, you see what's going on at a subatomic level, right? How does that relate to allergies? Good question. So um, in my training, you know, doing agriculture work, basically my specialty was to identify uh, points of vulnerability within the food system that would uh, breach security for foodborne illness to the public. So this would mean uh, taking an outbreak in a salad bar in Kentucky and finding and tracing that back down to a water bin uh, where particular types of contamination occurred in a farm in Chino, California. So being able to work backwards and find solutions. Um, and looking at the data that I recently had ran a promotion this past eight months um, where I did some um, basically free services to people to be able to provide them and elucidate the benefits of this technology and show them what it can do, I started looking for exactly those kind of patterns and that's what I found. Um, one of the things that I started seeing is that food allergies, um, they had a lot to do with the particular types of endogenous infections or endogenous type of resonating toxins, pathogens, parasitic infections, Etc. And me having the background I did in the food industry, I was able to tie those into an understanding that they all came from very similar type of terrains or that they were related in the food chain. An example of that, um, a lot of the people with shellfish allergies, they were resonating with flukes, they were resonating with amoebas, they were resonating with blepharisma, uh, different type of algal toxins, biotoxins, just like mushrooms are some that they can kill us and they're you know, able to prove beneficial against cancer, some are toxic and you'll die. Same thing with algaes. Um, I started noticing also as well that with the rising level of algal toxins due to the siphoning basically of um, fertilizers that were overgrowing and having and causing algae blooms, this is affecting the quality of water. Um, and people were coming and resonating with greater levels of waterborne um, or febrile type of um, causing organisms. I was able to tie in many cases um, these type of endogenous infections with these people presenting with these type of allergies in treating them for, not even necessarily making this connection to after the fact, but in treating them for those particular issues that they had, this was noted within several individuals that those particular allergies that they had disappeared. Um, and so I then started going back and reviewing these cases and I made that connection. I then began to kind of implement that um, purposely. And so what I saw uh, were people that were able to go from, you know, having a shellfish allergy to being able to tolerate glucosamine, which is shellfish source. Uh, people that were, you know, people dependent on an EpiPen to go to a seafood house in case that they felt that they're accidentally going to be exposed and that that would jeopardize their life to go from that instance to being able to eat shrimp again. Um, all these people again resonating with those particular type of like organisms. Um, so in dealing with quantum physics exactly, 
it matters basically, um, you know, what you eat eats because of the fact that that's all part of the same quantum like field. We tend to think that we're eating the shrimp and the shrimp is the problem. My proposed theory of being able to successfully prove that this has worked in many instances um, is that you have some sort of potentially endogenous infection or resonating type of parasite, toxin, what have you, um, that perhaps the thing that you're eating that you have an allergy to or that you can't eat because you have an allergy to eats too. And you know what they eat um, ends up causing a resonance within the quantum field that is picked up on by your body. And so the body is actually not reacting to the shrimp. What the body is saying is shrimp, you resonate with this particular type of quantum field that has made me sick. Shrimp, maybe it actually remembers that it ate shrimp last time and that's what that that's who was the Trojan horse who delivered um, this attack that it now has, um, you know, potentially depending on the degra degradation of what you're suffering or the degree of infestation or the degree of symptomology, um, that your body has now come to the point to say, I will not be exposed to this further. And then therefore it launches this particular type of immunological stimulated re reaction that we think again is from the shrimp, but it's not. Why? Because if this really truly was about the antigen of the shrimp, why then do these people resume to being able to eat it when I clear that which is what probably is really the activation of all of this. So um, we can go into a deeper level on that, but that's basically the basis. So is this what you call the Trojan horse theory? Exactly. So, you know, as we know the story of Troy and the Trojan horse um, sneaking in for battle by actually kind of congealing um, the absence of being able to be seen in plain sight by hiding within the Trojan horse. This went in um, and then this delivered what was really the problem, the, really the attack. So it's kind of a what you eat eats matters too. And we've already seen that by understanding that, you know, what we eat now in the food chain, whether it's, you know, livestock, um, it's not just a matter of, you know, what we're eating. It matters what they're eating too, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we're finding particularly form of life forms we can't classify yet because that there's GMO in the bovine gut. And that particular, you know, uh, combination is, is showing up actually in, you know, particular types of, um, of children that are considered to be on the spectrum. Uh, there's a lot of things that, you know, we're not able yet to, well, conventional, I should say, type of um, pay-for-play science is not yet able or not willing yet able to talk about, but um, these are kind of things that quantum physics and this type of bioenergetic type of testing can yield answers to. Okay. So when you do bioenergetic testing, um, okay, so I'm sure there's a lot of things that come up. And then one of the things that it sounds like you do is you give them a remedy that has those frequencies in it, right? Yes. The, the frequencies that help balance them, I should say. Exactly. So what we're able to do is, let's say, um, you know, in, in the premises of um, light cures like, we can use the homeopathic principle so that we can literally give an, you know, um, an ounce of the poison to be the cure, if you will. Um, oh, there's also where we do kind of, again, a therapy type practices where we're actually trying to put in the frequency of what would be a healthy tissue. So let's say, for example, that uh, somebody is having sleeping issues, maybe that the pineal gland has been exposed to too much electromagnetic radiation. Perhaps you're melatonin resistant, um, just like you can be resistant to insulin. Same thing for thyroid, same thing for your melatonin. Um, we can have hormone resistance on many levels. Well, what we can do is we can then take what would be the frequency that would be considered off the oscillation of a healthy pineal gland. This can be given in corrective dosages to the individual to pretty much have the effect of like maybe somebody's playing off tune <laughs> and then they go next to like a symphony and they're like, oh. Okay, I guess I'm supposed to play like that. It's a lot easier to learn how to play in harmony whenever that you have a good example set to kind of come in and meddle your ways. We do that and we're able to kind of usually restore back a blueprint like we talked about that is then corrected. We're not actually having to just give you, you know, higher and higher doses of melatonin. We're not having to try to drug you out with different types of compounds and affect your neurochemistry in ways that's going to cause other residual issues. We're getting to the root cause. Mm, okay. Can you explain what the quantum field is for people that don't know that? Sure. So essentially what we have going on um, with the theory of, you know, our quantum physics um, or the quantum field, um, what we have is we're able to collect every bit of particular energetic influence that you go through. Um, you know, you can pass by and pet someone's cat with Bartonella. may show up. Um, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have that infection, but that is something that has come into your quantum field. We are particular antennas and we will have our antennas up and we are fair game to have any particular type of energy directed at us, depending on the polarity of our body, 
we may be more likely to allow some of those bad things to come in and affect us, or maybe we repel them the way that magnets work, right? So in doing that, we're able to see with our kind of classification um, how we can quantify things that particularly are maybe more exposure-like um, or things that potentially are looking to animate the anatomy. Um, and in doing that, in looking at the energetic level, we're able to basically go to a level that is not really at all even on the radar with you know conventional medicine. The quantum level of physics is dealing with the study of the energy. So we're dealing with the level of the atoms, the electrons, we can see how they're spinning, we can see if things are oscillating fine, and guess what animates your mitochondria? So that's kind of what we're able to do is we're able to pick up on energetic patterns, which you know, for some people, they may look at this and say, oh, energy, you know, it sounds very esoteric. Again, um, we're not looking at it at some sort of, you know, we're going to go do a rain dance for you or something. <laughs> we are actually measuring this in a quantification of the actual, you know, Hertz measurement um, that we grade and that we score and we know to be whether you have a certain type of score or another um, to be quantified within either proficiency in health or uh, usually as, as people are coming to see us usually non-proficient standards that we are trying to optimize. We use quantum um, theory and also even there's the potential for quantum entanglement really where we have the ability to affect um, a subject uh, without necessarily even physically having them there just because that we can never be really fully separated um, because, you know, if we get into all those principles with time and whether time exists or whether time is a vortex, if there's linear time, mm -hmm. if not, that goes down another tangent that might get a little bit, um, a little bit hard here for people. But um, <laughs> in, able, in, in being able to do that, um, I guess perhaps an example that I can kind of illustrate is um, quantum consciousness or kind of quantum entanglement, quantum theory. There's different gradients of all of that. But um, you will have something that may have happened to you. We can take your blood, for example, we can kind of put that, let's say three states over, and maybe you in the flesh, I can administer a corrective frequency, or maybe you'll take the particular corrective frequencies I give you in the tincture form. Um, believe it or not, if we take three states over and we look at that blood in lifetime, we can see those same changes um, happen. Uh, in your blood, which was taken from you, which is still a part of you because of that quantum connection, um, because of those energetic patterns, even being separated physically, still being a part of a collective energy field. So that is a new type of um, mind opening kind of horizon for many people to kind of get used mm -hmm. to. But yeah. I promise you that that is, um, in fact, the premises of what all creation really is uh, derived around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I will tell you this, once I studied naturopathy as well, I, I mean, my mind was kind of blown too with a lot of this energetic stuff. And when I first met my husband, he was telling me the same thing as you were saying that the, the future is in frequency, basically. And I thought he was crazy. <laughs> this was a couple of years ago, so, um, or several years ago at this point. Um, but because at, at that point, you know, I'm a, I'm a strong Christian and I'm trying to do the right thing in life at this point. And I'm thinking, OK, are you into all that weird energy stuff? And so I totally understand where these people are coming from until I started studying, um, doing my naturopathic doctorate. And I learned that there's this is science. This is not some woo woo thing. I mean, yeah, people make it into that sometimes, but that's a whole different story in itself. When we actually look at the scientific, um, the, the science behind all of this and the physics, et cetera, there's, there's stuff happening at an atomic level as you're explaining, which I mean, is just amazing how you can explain it so clearly at atomic level. So anyways, um, I just wanted to throw that in there because I know that a lot of people, um, I, I've, I've had some other recent posts about uh, some other podcasts I just launched um, about Reiki and, and some um, and chakras and things like that, and, which I would have never done in the past. But it's only because I started learning about this other stuff, like what you're talking about. And I'm like, wait a second, there's science and there's physics and there's all this stuff that relates to all these, um, these pathways and um, nerve centers, et cetera. Absolutely. So good example of that actually is um we do do emotional testing um and you know the people who did create our particular engineering software did work for the government um intelligence and so you could kind of say that it serves in similar ability to recognize certain 
patterns within the human body's electronical response um, or electric response that kind of can tell sentiments or feelings. We're able to actually pick up on issues with chakras in that, um, and you can directly see them manifested as physical health issues. Mm -hmm. An example, um, I've seen somebody with a throat chakra. They had an experience where that they were told a lot of negative words, basically silenced, told they didn't matter, et cetera. Mm. This person, actually, if you look at it on the... Um, on the vertebra level, they actually have an insufficiency of blood, of blood venous supply to that area of the body. And wow. coincidentally, they actually suffer with um, esophagus issues. They have a hard time swallowing. So, you know, it's kind of like you said, something that uh, we can perceive it in a way that could go um, a whole different direction. Or we could look at that as that literally building the building blocks of God himself. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's definitely fascinating. So, Let's talk about the infections that you find. And you know, you're a big fan of cell core biosciences and you know, you tie in this energetic medicine with it. Like where's the connection with that when you do these tests and then why why would you even bring cell core in the picture? So actually, that's a great question. Um, our system is actually calibrated to resonate with a lot of the great top performing lines out there. So um, everything from some of those, you know, homeopathic uh, manufacturers to Cellcore, um, to Woodland Essence, to, you know, Microbiome Labs, to, you know, a bunch of different um, brands out there. And Cellcore comes up all the time. Um, this is what the body seems to really want. It's formulated in a way that is biocompatible, biocompatible at the physical level, biocompatible at the energetic level. And us having dealt with the bioenergetics is kind of where we differentiate or we set apart from conventional, even you know, the usual functional approach. Um, we treat people basically off of a couple of different premises. Um, it's kind of a trifecta. We deal with the atomic level, um, or we deal with also the physical level and we do corrections with basically the building blocks of all of this, which would include nutritional type of supplements and everything. Mm. So those three things will be assessed anytime if someone's coming through our doors or coming through our virtual doors, I should say. Mm -hmm. uh, and we will supply the corrections in the moment the corrections are needed in the levels that they are needed at the systems of the body they are needed. You may have a liver that needs to have corrective action on all three levels, but then, you know, eventually maybe we correct that blueprint. You only need physical support. Um, so CellCore provides a great level of physical support for all of our clients. However, because of certain, some of the chemistry that we have and the way that it's um, formulated, it also, in my opinion, allows us to get down to the mitochondrial level, which is where we start kind of submerging between the bioenergetic and the biophysics, um, or I should say the biochemistry as well. So it is a fabulous product. Um, it is something that produces results time and time again. We have pictures under our parasite uh, highlight if anybody would like to come and see just how well it works. Um, and I mean, I've seen it literally work as fast as somebody getting you know, on cell core and within two days seeing the evidence of how effective it is in their toilet. So <laughs> I like it works. I'm very results oriented and um, I like to, you know, work on something that works within the principles of the body, but works at the most effective level possible. And that's pretty much what I found in cell core. Okay. So when you're working with people and you integrate cell core in there, um, as far as I know, or I think I know at least, you're not really taking them phase by phase, right? Some people come to us already doing that. Um, and I believe that the way that Cellcore has, you know, designed that content is obviously understanding how that their particular product should work for people, especially if people are coming in a self-navigating type of mode. And I think people have to understand that that's probably been prepared in that fashion. So if people are working with a practitioner who understands a little bit more complexity um, as far as what's going on with their medical situation, there's some room for change and leeway and optimization mm -hmm. outside of that model. Um, but what we're doing with people is generally kind of custom that to what they're ready to work on in that particular time. We may see people come to us and maybe we'll start them on some of the preemptive work, kind of similarly patterning and kind of paralleling the way that Cellcore will do it. They may get on the, you know, minerals. We may put them on, you know, the oxygen. We may get some things like that going, some lymphatic um, support and some of these other drainers that we have. And then we may see, and it's usually, like I said, it always works out. And that's the magnificent thing is it always checks out. We can do this type of testing. Maybe that first test showed us that they weren't ready for some of this type of parasitic type of uh, 
work or a protocol that Cellcore offers. Maybe by that second or third time we're testing them, we're seeing a lot more of the para one, the para three, we're seeing those kind of things come up. Why? Because the body was amply prepared. So we definitely understand the dynamics of how Cellcore's position their different phases. And mm-hmm. people are usually already coming to us kind of maybe having done some of that. Um, but you know, there's nothing like working with a practitioner, especially using mm-hmm. this technology to kind of gauge how to take somebody to the next level. I think that um, optimally that it's kind of a little bit of, of both that people can kind of go back and forth. They can look between the different phases for Cellcore for inspiration as far as what to kind of expect for their their road looking forward. And we can Mm -hmm. kind of tell them exactly, especially for people that they're looking to, you know, conserve on spending, they can see what really are the most vital products for me out of this Mm -hmm. particular phase. And we know and we've tested that that is what they're going to need. Maybe it's Tudka. Maybe this person's recovering from fluke, so we need pair three. Um, you know, there may be some better direction that we have to help them necessarily than maybe doing the whole phase. Um, mm-hmm. Because we can also provide the different types of atomic level support through our tinctures that we do, which are personally crafted and individually made. So we're able to kind of, um, you know, self, self-customize for the individual. So the machine that you have actually customizes the frequency. Is that, is that where you get that? Yep, we're able to uh, take every particular frequency that we get from an individual and it's stored, um, you know, and if people have questions about whether we're saving your DNA or we're going to sell it to anybody, absolutely not. Um, we are founded um, in support of medical freedom and we are highly opposed to any agenda that Big Pharma would ever have to deny people health care based on the premises of uh, screening for, you know, Pre preemptive conditions. So that would never be the case. We don't keep any of this um, hard filed. What we keep are the signatures of basically your um, basically bioenergetic signatures of what we pull from the reports that we pull for you. So based on that, we can go in and we can basically ask our software to create the inverse frequencies that are the corrective ones for you. That is what is put into whatever medium that we choose, whether that's going to be the tinctures. We do, like I said, have the lasers probably rolling out um, soon here. So that will be another medium that people can look forward to. People can even put it into a crystal. So, you know, and then they can wear that. So there's options for everybody, whether that you can tolerate alcohol or not. I know there's a lot of people within the community, um, you know, MCAS and people that they cannot with histamine issues tolerate alcohol. So don't necessarily have to go and revert to boiling off those alcohol, that alcohol from those tinctures. Um, There's different modalities of which we're trying to be able to adapt and make easy and um, doable for every type of person. Okay. So how often are you testing someone with this machine? So we did design this particular um, model at the clinic to really make testing more affordable. Um, We do have for $350, you can basically get two testing experiences. What you do is you get tested at the root cause level you get tested at the symptom level and you get tested at what we consider the imbalances. The first one checks for root causes. That's where you would, for example, have seen that pancreas issued cellular abnormalities and all that kind of glucagon stuff coming up. And then we see in the symptom one is where we saw that that man, for example, had a lot of skin stuff, drainage things. Well, of course he came to us for the latter, but what was really the cause of all that was what was in the root cause, right? So those two scans were allowed to kind of separate the chicken and the egg and what came first. The third one, we're actually looking at the imbalances, the raw building blocks that we have in the body. That's where we're seeing that insulin might be crashed. That's where we're seeing dopamine might be high. So if you're coming to us and saying, I'm so anxious and I know I can't um, deal with life and we're like, well, yeah, all these glutamates are firing off the yin gang. We're going to be able to see that. We're going to be able to provide a corrective frequency for that. Um, and that's going to be what's given to you. Now you go on that program and if you're working with one of our practitioners or maybe some physical supplements like Cellcore, for example, that are a part of that healing journey, and you are going to be retesting generally within the three to four week mark because your kit will include two testing experiences. So you already have been sent that from the initial start and then you'll go ahead and mail those in at that mark. We will test those samples again. We'll be able to kind of see how the particular protocol has served you and what we have kind of seen move in the right direction. That's also a good opportunity for us to be able to monitor changes that we potentially do not see responding to things. And that's whenever that there are those flags that are kind of put out there and we inform the client that, hey, you know, there are particular types of, let's say, solid abnormalities or things that we're looking at that don't seem to be shifting. Um, and that's where that we kind of are able to see things again before that they become something that is readily able to be diagnosed or looked at by conventional medicine, but comes a little bit too late. Okay, so what is the sample that they send? Is it blood? Is it urine? So we collect four different samples. Um, there's urine. Uh, there's hair, there's saliva, and there's nails. The reason why is because um, we want to be able to have and survey a lot of different energy uh, modicums mm-hmm. and be able to have a really good collective uh, representation of the energy field of that person. Um, and also, you know, sometimes um, 
certain things are exposed to particular energy patterns more so than others. And so we take it into consideration as well. We have all of that sent to us um, and we're able to test based off of those samples. We hold on to them until we see that the client does not wish to have any further testing because we do offer specialty testing aside from what I've mentioned. We can, for example, go in and do a particular scan for Lyme disease and those particular related vector-borne infections, mold, et cetera, things that commonly come up with that. We can do things for metabolic issues. We can do things for weight loss scan, for um, there's an autism spectrum scan that we have that measures certain uh, criteria. And we also have, you know, by organ system. So you could test the heart, the lung intestine. So they can also choose to add those on based off sometimes what we see come up in the initial scan. Um, and then just making sure that they didn't want any more pending type of testing, the samples destroyed. Um, and then we then wait till they will send in the next sample. Um, and so then that usually is like I said, a three to four week period. Um, and depending how long that they feel they need to work with that practitioner, or maybe they're self-navigating, they do this process on their own, although we do heavily recommend working with the practitioner, it will vary anywhere from that three to four week mark that they'll continually test. And so that's just kind of set up to be the, the pattern model. And we kind of gauge and look at our progress and you'll be able to theoretically, um, in a successful model, be able to see somebody maybe come in with a resonating pattern that shows a very um, you know, highly volatile state that is affecting the physical form. And we can see that regress into lighter and lighter models into the cellular level, into the mitochondrial level, into the atomic level until that poof it's gone so that is essentially kind of the the way that we look at doing um a treatment course or you know working with people to optimize their health okay so they come to you and then they have or someone that you work works in your clinic and then about three or four weeks later after they do the initial testing then they'll do another test and then after that then you decide if they're going to work long term or not so we have a couple different ways people do that. People can come in and just do, you know, one, I mean, they get two tests with that kit, but they can come in and do that first test and not necessarily commit, just maybe get, um, as, I, as I recommend, uh, a professional review of it with one of our practitioners, just because that they do have access to the complete in-depth uh, grading system of the raw data, and it will really help you to understand your results. Um, and then from there, you can choose whether you'd like to work with them or if you think that you're equipped to self-navigate. Um, we do have packages for eight weeks, uh, six months, and so that's kind of where people can determine, engage, hey, based off of what I've been through, I think that I need to start here or I can commit to this. Um, obviously, with the greater length of time that there is a commitment from the client, there is more financial incentive or more, more financial savings. Um, and so at that point, the testing can change because maybe um, as they are improving, there might be longer periods of time that they actually take these remedies for because we're getting down to less and less layers of the onion that there are to go through. When you first start, if you are very chronically ill, the first treatment, uh, the first you know series of remedies may be three weeks and then maybe we'll go to four, then you may stay at the five week margin for a while, then you may move to six. So of course that would uh, differentiate between individuals in how many things we have to accomplish. And that would also impact how often or how frequently you see the provider and you know what, yeah. um, what you're going to accomplish in the course of the year based off of what your body says it can handle. We may see things and you know, in conventional testing, even we see a bunch of things. Um, if you have 14 different viruses, what do you tell somebody to start with at that point? Mm -hmm. yeah. We're able to be able to see where the starting point should, should begin. Okay. So that's where I always go back to thinking about the, the protocol and like what they're trying to do in each phase. So if someone, I've done it where I've seen, I've done a million tests and then I see all these different things and you want to just throw all this stuff at people, um, which I'm sure a lot of practitioners are guilty mm -hmm. of that at some point. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so where do you begin when you see a lot of different things going in someone, uh, going on in someone's health? So the tinctures will be definitely um, kind of the anchor for everything because that's supplying the corrective frequency. And then based off of that, we're actually with our categorization, the way it's calibrated, able to see what the body requires just at the atomic level, what it requires at the atomic, but also the physical level. Maybe it actually requires something at the physical level, but not the atomic level. Maybe there's a reason why that you've been depleted in something, um, but maybe the blueprint is actually not wrong. It's just some sort of other third kind of um, interaction, third party interaction has taken that from the body. So we assess, you know, physical needs and atomic needs, and we kind of see which areas of the body require what. Um, we will prioritize and we will prioritize based off what is most, most needed. Of course, if somebody has budget constrictions, then we may kind of be more toward that top layer, the pinnacle of what kind of things are really happening. If somebody potentially is able to say, hey, I just want to throw everything I can at this, we may go down to some of the other things that aren't necessarily the top level of what we're looking at, but also offer complementary support to kind of maximize and put that cohesiveness of like um, 
healing power together. So what we do then is we have, if you're working with the provider to go through and do this for you, so that is no, you know, part on your behalf as far as trying to self-navigate. Um, even if you are self-navigating, we'll be sent a list of suggestions as far as what is recommended for you. You can choose to purchase that through the clinic. But if you're working with the provider, this is all pretty much taken care of for you. Um, it may encompass everything from certain types of, like you've mentioned, parasitic approaches or things with cell core. Um, it can include certain products that we see that are nutritionally based. Um, it will potentially include uh, suggesting for you to do further scans, in which case the particular signatures from those scans could be captured. You know, say I'm dealing with somebody who's diabetic. Um, those pancreas signatures from a pancreas scan could actually be as much or more important than what I would get from some of the other scans that are just the standard, you know, run of the mill that we give when we would give the two tinctures because the testing experience also includes two free tinctures. So you will test twice, but the first testing kit that you do, you will actually be given two of these tinctures as part of the testing process. So it really was optimized to be an incredible value. We're offering two testing services, two of those signature therapeutic um, corrective remedies for you. And also, I mean, you know, giving you a list of suggested items of which we believe will help at the physical level as well. So basically you would do that protocol for the amount of time because our software can also tell us how long you should take something. Mm. From there, you're able to know when the next layer of the onion begins. Wow, wow, that's incredible. That is so incredible how detailed that is. So I saw that you 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 had studied Bach flowers in your bio. Um, that a lot of it is biofrequencies as well, as far as I know. Do you use any of those? So we have the signatures, so they can actually, you know, the frequency of the particular Bach remedies could be going into your tincture for you. Um, we also have the emotional scan, and that one is actually a special little package where people can get um, a lot of um, those things that we talked about, like when we referenced, you know, for example, the patient with esophageal issues and how that that was kind of formed because of the, the throat chakra. Mm -hmm. But there will be certain essences and things that we have that we put into a dram for that person. That's more of a physical aromatherapy. We use essential oils, those kind of things that they're given. And so we can definitely use the frequency on the tincture and the healing level. Um, there's also particularly if we want to give what I call like the mother tincture homeopathic, like say we actually get something that is from Physica for you or something that is a formula that we know and love. Uh, we can get that with the mother dilution, which is essentially um, not necessarily just using the electromagnetic wavelength to put this into a vessel that is trying to hold the frequency, but literally giving you the homeopathic that was made in in, in lieu of the way that homeopathy was first um, created, which is to do the, the dilutions. And so we can provide it through that way. Um, and we can also do with the uh, emotional scans, the DRAMs. So people could have choose to put that, let's say, on the throat chakra. They could put, um, and in fact, I actually... I have some actually, I could, they're from Woodland Essence um, that I could show that they help with those particular chakras and, and we have florences, fluorescences and shrub essences. We have, you know, several hundred, hundred different types of corrective, very particular. I mean, if you see this come up in your report, it's pretty eerie about how on point it can be. Yeah. Um, to help you with whatever particular thing that emotionally is kind of holding you back from optimal health. So on different levels, you know, aromatherapy, being able to do it at the frequency level with mother, uh, mother dilution tincture, we can uh, supply that for, you know, all different types of packages, depending on what that person might need. Okay. So the actual biofrequency machine that you have though, can create the same frequencies as those, as the flower remedies. Mm -hmm. So if you do the scan for emotions and all these different types of emotions come up, the machine can basically make one tincture that has all the different frequencies that help to balance that. Exactly. And that's another thing that um, is kind of a game changer from the way that we set things up. We aren't just, you know, using this technology and telling you, hey, here's these other manufacturers that make all these things in about 50 different bottles that you'll benefit from. What we can do is we can take all those 50 different things that you'll benefit from and put them into one or two bottles for you. Um, because we're not having to sell standalone measures. Because if you're working with homeopathics, then yes, of course, if you have somebody with an issue with the hypothalamus, they can use hypothalcode. And if they have an issue with adreno, adrenocode, maybe they need to detox thyroid, thyrotox. But we're putting that all together on, you know, an individual basis. But since that we're able to actually control that process of custom creation for you, we can put this all into the same bottle um, because frequencies you can stack on top of each other. It's not like we mm. literally have a suspension of physical product that is in there and there's only so much we can fit. Um, we can put a lot of different remedies and frequencies into a particular tincture. And we do have the ability to take that signature or the frequency of what, let's say, a Bach flower would be abrimony for say um, but you have to remember the original premises of how homeopathy was founded anyways it is a frequency oriented tool and healing device we take a mother dilution and that's just basically like the 
original old school way of doing it, but you can also say, okay, well, why are we using this particular, you know, uh, dilution anyways? Well, we're using it for the frequency that was created in mm -hmm. this process. So if we just put the frequency into that particular type of concoction that we have, which is the organic grape alcohol and structured water, we're essentially providing you the same therapeutic benefit. Uh, the mother dilution just requires a lot more work and a lot more obstacles. Um, mm -hmm. So the is that with the current kind of effort to take homeopathy down and out of the hands of um, professionals and even from the people themselves, this is something that is a viable concern. And to be able to continue to do this, we are, we are able to be able to continue to supply this because we are actually the basically the manufacturers and the custom creators of this. So we're not going to be, you know, um, at risk or vulnerable. I mean, I never say never, but at least from not being able to buy from suppliers who are certified and allowed through the FDA to, to run or to make and manufacture homeopathics. Okay, so the, the machine is something that was, it was your creation. Um, no, we did not manufacture the machine. Uh, we received specialized training in how to use it in the technology. Um, we've attended to the highest level possible, every bit of um, education. I have obviously worked in the field of photonics and understanding physics and knowing how to apply this from both, you know, the science perspective, but also from a clinician. Um, so this is a technology that was designed by engineers who worked for the government um, in intelligence. From my understanding, it was kind of something that came about as trying to do a lot of intelligence work in, um, you know, a lot of mind oriented or what we'd see like with lie detector, um, all that kind of stuff. And when you take this test, especially the emotional test, let me tell you, um, if you're angry with your spouse or if something's not going right, it will show up on there. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, is something that when people they start seeing the results of they actually you know if you do the in, in person mm -hmm. scanning they start looking around like who's watching because it's just saying a little bit too many private things here. <laughs> well, I agree. You know, I I have a machine too, and it's definitely not as fancy as yours. But even even though it's not, I still will see all these emotions that align with what they're feeling at the same time. And even myself, I I did this I did several scans on myself one day and I was I wasn't planning on having an emotional day. <laughs> but it, it but things just kind of got out of whack, but I don't know why I kept scanning myself, but I saw the exact emotion I was dealing with every single time. So I mean this stuff is real. I I mean I know that what you're doing is it's it's real because I've seen it. I've I've seen it with myself. I've seen it with doing scans on other people too and and I know I'm just kind of scratching the surface of what you're you're taking in. You're taking it. It's like an atomic bomb that you're doing now, <laughs> compared yeah. to what I'm doing. But um, I'm sorry. I was just say a good example of that. I actually had. Um, I ran an atom. I ran a emotional scan for somebody, and it was a gentleman. And um, it came up as far as you know the area uh, around his moral compass. Uh, basically, was lust uh, and infidelity. And he started crying because he said that he was considering um, to leave his wife for the woman he was having an affair with. So mm -hmm. that was kind of his centering to kind of bring him back to understanding that that was out of basically the alignment of what he really needed or wanted in his life. So, mm -hmm. you know, interesting, very just you can't make it up. Uh, truth is stranger than fiction kind of deal that we see. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, that definitely should be a lie detector test. For sure. <laughs> if they're not doing that already, that sounds like it needs to be implemented in, in areas where they need to do lie detector tests because it's, I, I didn't even think about it in that way until you said that. So now I want to tie in. So since we're talking about emotions and then we, we started off and talking about allergies, do you see a connection with the emotions and the allergies? Absolutely. Um, I can't tell you how many times that I see in the emotional scans that there was some sort of trauma, especially a lot of times through um, crown chakra or through heart chakra, where that, that literally puts somebody into becoming you know, someone that was a sympathetic uh, dominant person as far as nervous system goes. You can also actually see the systems of the body come up in the emotional scan that were accosted or that were kind of put off balance or affected and what those particular systems of the body encompass, you know, for example, maybe chronic pulmonary issues, this kind of has to deal with grief or not being able to take in the goodness of life. We may see people that really almost self-sabotage and don't want to accept that they could have goodness come into their life. And you'll see these patterns manifested um, in behavioral aspects, emotional aspects, and physical aspects. So most definitely I see a connection between that. Mm, okay. Well, and then also if, they're, if their body's thrown off in any way, they're probably not going to digest their food very well, which it might not even be an allergy versus they can't digest their food well. And then these pathogens can overgrow. I'm sure you can 
unpack that in a whole scientific way that I don't even know how to scratch the surface of. So yeah, absolutely. Um, if we see, for example, um, let's just say that, um, and I'm really going to start speaking a lot more on polarity and how mm -hmm. a lot of magnetic stress that we're experiencing is affecting people as well. Mm. Um, but let's just say even depression, right? Depression is a low oscillating frequency. We feel low when we're depressed. That's not a coincidence. Um, our vibrational oscillation has directly how to do with how we feel. If you suffer from fatigue, chronic fatigue, your mitochondria literally oscillates at a lower vortex. Mm. So emotion, um, as we say, the tongue does not have bones, but it may break them because it can definitely cause or catalyst this type of change at the atomic level, which ends up creating physical disturbances and oscillation. Now, what does that do? Well, we have a certain resonating kind of biogrid that we're supposed to, as our human antennas are supposed to kind of uh, come into harmony with and what is going to keep us centered and protected. Uh, should be operating on as we infiltrate those with either negative energies from negative emotions, um, negative things we do to our body physically, different electromagnetic wavelengths, um, you know, emotions that we allow ourselves to feel because of our own, you know, perception of the world um, or because of what others do to us. This can change and this can really directly affect um, your polarity in a way that can magnetize these things that are supposed to run at a frequency or be on a different type of magnetic um, you know, conduit that should not be taking place or be allowed to technically take um, residence in a healthy body gridded in where we're supposed to be in the optimized, um, um, optimized frequencies. Um, and that can allow that to not only thrive, but it can actually literally magnetize it. So for example, wow. I people, um, that there's people that we can tell that they have Lyme disease come up as the you know, root cause. Mm -hmm. people that they literally got accosted with a type of infection and this totally drove everything down. But I may see electromagnetic stress, emotions, chakras in that root cause scan, and maybe I'm going to see pathogens and the Lyme come up in the symptom. Why? Because that person, their terrain is what is wrong, is what is magnetizing. I'm sure you've heard of Lyme stop and how some people have success with that. That's originating around basically the concept of polarity because these people, it's almost like if we turn off that improper magnetic um, effect, it's almost like instead of having the magnet to where it actually sticks, um, we can get the opposite ends. And what do they do? They, they push apart. That's what a normal healthy body does. But unfortunately, we're trying to operate more along the frequencies of microwaves and smart meters than we are what we were designed to basically run off of. Okay. Okay. So I love that you mentioned the idea of magnetism and polarity because I never really could understand why I saw this connection of, see, I even have my Bach flower remedy right here. Mm -hmm. um, so I take my flowers and um, I, I change them up depending on, you know, what's mm -hmm. going on. But so I have that. I do, I have sound therapy I use. I use a brain tap. Have you heard of that technology? Mm -hmm. So I use the brain tap. I, I listen to my, I, I, before that I listened to binaural beats and I knew there was something about all these different frequencies. I, and I, cause I could literally see it changing things outside it. Um, outside of myself so for example and this now this can get really woo woo for some people <laughs> but I used to listen to certain binaural beats uh, related to money like I had some blockages in that area in my life at some point so every time I found him last year it was actually last year every time I would play these beats for specifically for success and money it was like that blockage would just lift it was crazy. So I knew there was something about these beats and these frequencies. So you're saying that at a subatomic level, these frequencies, once we're balancing them, I mean, it's literally changing. It could, it's changing everything we're magnetizing outside in our world. Absolutely. I mean, prayer is a frequency. Mm. Look at the Bible, um, the Hebrew text, the way that the numbers work off of that is that, you know, your, your character text for a word is also um, going to come back to being able to have a numerical value. And there's people that, app that apply that in different mediums. But if you take back and you look at the actual creation, for example, of the Bible, um, you can take in using this particular type of quantification and see that the Bible actually yields the same numerical value on every single page. How could such word come to such mathematical precision? Um, that is energy again. And so, I mean, whether the people are believers in, um, you know, the book or not, um, 
words animate energy, energy animates action, action of the, of the anatomy. So by all means, um, yes, the frequency that we have, whether this is somebody praying for you, whether this is me using physical manipulation um, to change atomic patterns, um, whether this is you having negative uh, effects from different types of frequencies that are now permeating the world, all of this enters your quantum field and that quantum field is the very vortex of which every single bit of anything that you experience is animated from. So hence why that we don't necessarily need to think about um, just, you know, what did I physically see and how do I, you know, justify that? That's, in my opinion, that's archaic now. You know, um, if people really lend their life over to understanding biophysics and, you know, coming to a quantum um, consciousness, when they see the results manifested in their life, not just physically, but I mean, literally being able to think and manifest, um, I think that it will be something that people will, the world will be a different place. Honestly. Oh my gosh. All of this stuff. I, I, I agree. I think that if people could heal on all these different levels, I mean, we wouldn't have the same issues that we have in politics and et cetera. I mean, the whole world would be like relationships. I mean, I know when, when I've worked with people and they start healing at a cellular level, their relationships are better. Their jobs are better. Their everything else in their life is is different. It's and um, I love that we can talk about this. It it starts at an atomic level and then it just resonates and now we attract certain things in our life. Okay. So I wanted to bring up the Bible again one more time because um, because I do I I love the word. I know there's something about that. Um, why do you think there's power in in the name of Jesus? Well. Um... I believe that you know certain types of energies may in fact be more centralizing or grounding than others. Um, and you have to just take this down even to applicable physics that we may be able to, or principles that we may be able to kind of um, understand. And that is, is that as a straightforward matter of fact, there are certain frequencies and we take certain frequencies to neutralize them, right? Well, kind of almost like vitamin C is a master antioxidant. It can work in so many different keyholes, right? Um, and then we have some more like particular anthocyanins on what they do and things like that. A little more limited, they still work, they still do things. But if you take a master frequency that is in fact instilled in every single vessel that there is, um, of course they have the key to unlock and to work in every single bit of matter or what really makes matter oscillating frequency and so it makes perfect sense to me because when we really think about what is god what is the bible um what is um descended in and of him and we think about things oftentimes from again a human standpoint which is we look at the Bible and we, we look at the stories and we identify with it as a human, as we would, as we would watch a show. But you have to also understand the intelligence and the creation of all of that and what went behind that. And when we do that, I think it's very easy to see when we say from dust to dust, um, what does the dust come from? The dust comes from basically that energy, that creation from the first day. That comes from God. So it comes down pretty much to having that master frequency that unlocks every single particular portal of all frequency on earth, because in fact, all frequency on earth came from that original design. And whether you want to call that God or creator or whatever people want to, it is an intelligent design that even in my opinion, I challenge every you know atheist to truly look at science and as much as that they paradigm science to be something that is supposed to kind of not go in conjunction with, you know, uh, religion or being able to be a believer in anything outside of the concrete physical science realm. I challenge them to look at the design of the universe mm -hmm. and to not believe in God. Albert Einstein himself um, said this. The more that you look at science, the more you look at the, the, the master sheer creation, it just it just pr proves and further validates that this is not an accident. Right. Um, no, that's my that's my take on that. Um, yeah. That you can totally be somebody that upholds the highest respect and fascination for science, as I do, as do I, as well as believe that you know the word that has been written is in fact the word of the divine, and that this does a hundred and eighty percent apply to each and every faucet of our life. And there's certain things that we've been you know commanded to do in the Bible that we only are 
and that's another thing too. We're only observing on the physical level and we can't understand why because they don't make sense to us now because we're not understanding what atomically is really behind that. So mm-hmm. I think that it's a, it's a fascinating connection that many people, when you spend some time with academic um, you know, analysis of the Bible and you look through it and you kind of put that up with science, I think that the two together create a really powerful, life-changing um, spiritual consciousness in somebody that's just undeniable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was perfectly said. I, I always thought too, that there has, I don't understand why it has to be separate. Like why, why is science separate from um, spirituality in general? I mean, it, there's, there's this other world and there's science and somehow the more that I study science too, it seems like they all overlap. So I'm, that's really awesome that you came to that same conclusion too. So anyway, Veronica, Leslie, I am so grateful that we got you on the show. And, um, you know, it's been a few weeks that we've been trying to plan this time to get together. And I, I know you're super busy. So I, I just thank you for taking time to speak to the audience today about all of this and just unpacking so much that I'm sure none of these people, I shouldn't say none, a lot of these people probably haven't even really thought about, you know, the, about the whole idea of looking at things from an atomic level, even our health from an atomic level and um, biophysics and quantum mechanics and all that stuff that you just unpacked. I'm excited that we talked about this and um, just thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And listeners, I just thank you too for joining us. It's a joy to be able to give you this information every week. So thank you again. And we will go ahead and return next week with another awesome show. Have a nice day. God bless. I hope you got a lot of nuggets from that episode. There's just so much to learn as a woman and helping balance our body and and be able to give life to a newborn and raise these healthy children and And then, of course, we don't want to get wrinkles when we grow old. And a lot of us are losing our mind and we're losing our joints. I mean, there's so much. And then on top of that, then there's weight loss. Have you ever thought about, man, it'd be so much easier to be able to lose weight if I did not crave that cake every day or some other bad thing like cookies, et cetera? Well, we have Gluco Optimizer. So along with your cell core protocol, you can add the gluco optimizer in to help balance your blood sugar, help fight those cravings. And you'll see here, there's a lot of other things it does. It protects against heart disease. It helps increase muscle mass. Now, as a woman, you might think, I don't want to have big muscles, but I'm one that doesn't have big muscles and I work out all the time and lift a lot of weight. Lean muscle keeps you thin. So with that and the combination of something like Gluco Optimizer, weight loss is going to be a lot easier nowadays, you guys. All right, ladies, I hope you enjoyed that show again. Go ahead and check out Gluco Optimizer so you can optimize your weight loss program. Thank you for listening to the Wellness Trinity Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more wellness tips to help you achieve optimal health. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you on the next episode.